Hey guys, we are at the bumper for December. Bump it up. Bump it up. I like that. You may be wondering who this other voice is. It does not sound like Jordy, and it's not the end of the month, so who is it? Well, one thing that I love doing is bringing on one of our listeners every month, and once again, this listener is our winner of our coffee from Blackburning Coffee, and so we have J.O. Schley. What's up? And J.O. and I, we go way back. Absolutely. Um, how, how long has it been? Since you started at Grace. So 10 years. Yeah. And we did kids ministry together for all of, like what, maybe four years together, right? Yeah, until you left us. Yeah. Until I left you. You've been waiting to slide that in, oh, haven't yeah. you? <laughs> Not really. It was better for you. Let others grow. So we've known each other a long time, but tell us a little bit about you, where you work. Or do you have a family? Like what, what's going on with J.O. Schley? Yeah. J.O. is my nickname. Jonathan is my real name. So represent the Jonathans in the world. <laughs> um, yeah, I got a family, wife and daughter. And uh, she is eight years old. My daughter is not my wife, uh, just to <laughs> clarify there. Um, but they are both absolutely gorgeous. I work at Dairy Farmers of America. Uh, what, so, what, is, what is, I mean, tell, tell us a little bit about that, because I've seen DFA stores. Is that true? No. Okay, so no what is stores. it? We work behind the scenes. We're a B2B. Uh, so we manage all the milk. From, you talk the cool lingo. Yeah, absolutely. Business to business. Sorry, <laughs> B2B. So then uh, we... We sell to another business that then sells you the end product. So like uh, Frappuccino, Starbucks sells you, that you drink out of the case. We make that out of two different plants in um, Pennsylvania and in Missouri. And all and kinds you help of manage stuff. those plants? or Absolutely. I have um, four plants that I'm the financial controller for. You sound really important. Uh, I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you crack me up. Well, it is good having you on. For our bumper and you know one thing i want to do is i want to bring back what you know in, in our last episode i said we were going to talk about this article and we never did hmm. the article is called the case for reading fiction from harvard business review 2020 and it you you just read the article and it really talks about the importance of reading fiction and what it does for your brain yeah and what it does for you as a person as a leader and if we're talking about you know our, the whole point of our podcast is to Point us in a direction where we can we can become better versions of ourselves, right? And that Philippians three passage. And if if mm. that's true, I think this article is a big deal, really. And this is what it says in the article. This is March of 2020 that this was written, right as um, right, COVID hit, down, right? Yeah. So um, it it talks about well, first let let's define for us. They don't define fiction in this article, mm. but for us, let's define fiction. Yeah. For what what would you say fiction is? Fiction has to be something that is not real in my mind. So like Marvel, the Marvel universe, right? The What, what is it? Um, the metaverse or whatever they call it, the multiverse. That's the multiverse, yeah. I went meta on, on, on you there. Facebook. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the multiverse, yes. yeah. So there's multiple universes. Um, and as a Christian, we don't believe that. You know, we think, we yep. think that that would be fiction. Yeah. So if you read or watch fiction, th this article just talks about reading fiction. And so the, the article starts out with this. Some of the most valuable skills that managers look for in employees are often difficult to define, let alone evaluate or quantify, such as self-discipline, self-awareness, creative problem-solving, empathy, learning agility, which is a fascinating term, hmm. uh, adaptiveness, flexibility, positivity, rational judgment, generosity, kindness. And so they went on to talk about if you read fiction, there's certain things in your life that will grow. 
And one of the things that they talked about was that your empathy grows, your strategic thinking grows, your EQ grows. And so you you think differently if you read or watch fiction than if you don't, yeah. right? So how would that make us a better version of ourselves just by reading or watching more fiction? Well, I, I kind of have to think you're you're pushing your mind to limits that you haven't been before, mm. right? You're you're trying to figure out an end that you don't know. When you're reading, yep. you know, things that are real, you know, whether you're watching a documentary or something, you might have heard that in the news and you kind of know the ending. You might not know the story a little bit, the pieces in it, uh, but you know the end. So you're creating something in your mind, creative thinking. I, I think of like just reading in general, being able to put a mind's eye to it, mm. right? So like um, a lot of times when they uh, Hunger Games is a good example for me. So just watched uh, we just watched those movies over Did the you? Thanksgiving weekend. Did you read yeah. the books? No, my daughter read all my both my kids read all the books, and then we watched the movie. And my daughter kept saying it's so much better in the book. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah, the books were absolutely fantastic. Uh, it. It created a mind's eye for you that the movies couldn't do because they're an hour and a half, two hours, where you're able to sit and just kind of chew on it for a while. Like, yeah. you know, if it was something deep, you just pause, right? And can think about it and then come back to it. Yeah. Well, you know what's interesting is they talked in this in this study that what what some people need, if they don't read fiction, they have to have what they call cognitive closure. Okay. And I look at it almost like imprinting, yeah. like, you know, when a baby duck is born, the whatever the first breathing, living being is, right, that's right next to it, they will imprint onto that. Yeah. And cognitive, what did I say it was? Cognitive, cognitive, no. No, what did you say? I just lost it. This is when we have a brain fart. And this yeah. is why fiction is so important. <laughs> Cognitive closure. Closure. Yeah. So cognitive closure, What it's very similar to the imprinting, right? So what they do is they, whatever they first read, so if, if they're struggling with an idea or something that's happening in the world today, whatever they first read, that's what they latch onto. Mm -hmm. yeah. And forever, that's what they'll believe, Yeah. right? Whereas the article goes on to say, if you read fiction, you're more like flexible with what's all the information that's coming at you. And if information changes or i mean which it does like yeah. we, we see that happen all the time throughout the history of the world right absolutely so if that happens then you can you know jump with that you're more agile with new information that yeah. comes at you're you. you're willing to change right yeah and you're willing to grow yeah right so you're willing yes. to become a correct different version of who you are right. as a follower of jesus so yeah. um at the very end of the article this is what it says the, the research shows that reading more fiction will allow you to grow your critical thinking become more empathetic and be more creative. Mm. And I'm like, wow, that's that's amazing. So I want to take that. So that that was last month. And next month, we're going to have a guy on our show. His name is Fred Corey. Nice. And Fred is, he's a friend of mine, but he's also the president and CEO of Smart Business Network. They've been around yeah. since 1989. They've been around for a long time. They started in Cleveland. Almost but as long as I've been alive. What year were you born? 87. Wow, so you were two years old when Fred got his start. I remember it. <laughs> so, but Fred's going to be talking about something that's really, I think, important for us as leaders. And um, let me just finish talking about Fred first, yeah. though. He's since 1989. He's grown his his business and had a lot of. He's had a lot of impact on a lot of other companies. 
and different markets. So Smart Business Publications is the name of his company, and they're um, an online media. Uh, they do live events. They they also print books as well. But it's all focused on providing insight, advice, strategy for the top business leaders in the world. And they really want to help the senior leaders and the entrepreneurs grow and become better, right? And mm-hmm. so his monthly column on leadership, it reaches an audience of more than 150,000 senior executives every month. Wow. He also has a podcast. So, I mean, Fred does a lot of reaching people. I've come to know Fred. We've had lunch multiple times. And the crazy thing, like when you read something like that, you're like, oh, wow, this is only for high level leaders. Mm. And what we're going to be talking about in two weeks, that that's not true. Teachability mm-hmm. is what we're going to be talking about. So I asked you a tough question on this. I want you to share with us when you have not been teachable and what, you know, what that was like for you. When I've not been teachable. Well, so yesterday, (laughs) no, I I think that if if, um, this goes, this goes back to like, if you're really letting God in your life, if you're literally actually letting that happen, then you have to be teachable. Hmm. If you are not, if you're close to that, then there's it's very easy not to be teachable. So I think you have to set that groundwork again, same with the fiction thing, right? So if you have Christ in your life, you're basically opening up yourself to be teachable. Hmm. Um, but when you're not, I mean, I'm sure that there's so many recent ones. I, just, I think back to when I was in my early 20s and I really didn't want to uh, give all of myself to the calling that God was on, on my life, you know, to to be in the church. Um, I think he had different directions for me, and it's better now where I'm at. But, you know, just kind of not willing to sit and grow under the leadership that I had at the time. Hmm. And I think I had it, I thought that I had it all together at 2021, <laughs> right? And now I look back at my 21-year-old self, you know, almost 15 years ago, and I say, man, I had no idea yeah. what I was doing. It's amazing, isn't yeah. it? That That's really good. Th- thanks for being vulnerable. Uh, being transparent. Thanks for joining me this morning. Absolutely. Um, it, it is the morning. You may be listening to this in the afternoon or the evening, but um, I just wanted to introduce one of our listeners, uh, Jay O'Shlee, our Black Burning Coffee winner of the month. What, what? And we're going to be uh, meeting and listening to you and gaining tons of uh, wisdom from Fred Corey next month. Uh, that's only two weeks away. But guys and women. Yeah. 18% of our listeners are That's women. Right. So uh, join us in two weeks. Can't wait for that conversation with Fred Corey. Thanks for joining us, guys. See ya.